Well, some of the crowd are on the pitch. Guys, this is Gary. This is Josh. And let's talk soccer. This is the first time we've been together in a couple of episodes. Yeah. Yeah, it's Halloween. Hope everyone has a safe and happy one. Um, But it's nice. No training for you. Got home a little early from work so we can do this together. Um, Before we get going, um, just as we posted on, um, on Instagram, our... Prayers and thoughts go out to everyone um, that's a Leicester City fan that's involved with the club and certainly the family and friends of uh, the owner that passed away in that helicopter tragedy. Um, You know, we're sorry that something like that had to happen. I actually saw the footage. Somebody had posted the footage on Instagram today, and I'm sure it's a lot of other places, but... um, Pretty horrific. So thoughts and prayers to everyone involved in that. Um, We've made a lot of new friends on Twitter recently. We've had a lot of new follows, a lot of people sort of giving us shout outs, which is pretty cool. We don't, as you probably know, we don't focus a ton on Twitter. Um, If you ever want to check us out, we're at Let's Talk Soccer 2. That's the number two. Um, But just want to give a shout out to all of them. Um, We do have a new friend, a partner of sorts, called FPL Football Advice. Uh, And we just had an article posted there talking about how to give your bench a boost. Not how to give bench boost or how to play the bench boost chip. But it's how to improve your bench. I think we saw in game week 10 a very painful example for a lot of folks of why it's important um, to have a decent bench. And we'll talk about that. A lot of players not playing, like Hazard, Anatovic, Robertson. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, And that was a perfect example of why you need to have at least two two, two or three players that can. At least consistently play. Yes. And we'll, we'll talk without giving the whole article away because we want you guys to go look at it and give us feedback on it, please. Um, you can either link to it from our Twitter account, just at Let's Talk Soccer 2, the number 2. Or you can check us out on Instagram at Let's Talk Soccer and it will tell you how to get to the, the article there. Or you can go to footballadvice.co.uk and just look for the article um, titled uh, – Giving your bench a boost. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's talk about game week 10 real quick before we jump into game week 11. Um, lots going on there. So the team with the highest points had 145 points. And the manager played bench boost, speak of the devil, um, and made 11 transfers. So negative 40 points there. So, you know, these are people, again, looking to either get the high score for a day or a weekend. There's prizes involved with that. So either it's for the prizes or just for the notoriety. Um, But certainly uh, losing 40 points doesn't help your overall score a whole lot. Because funny enough, he's actually only – he only has 165 total points this whole season. So almost probably every week is trying to do exactly what he accomplished – this past week, so um, good on him. Average points was 58, 
Um, actually a little higher than maybe I thought it was going to be. It started off pretty low on Saturday. It was actually quite low, um, and that was the day when, when we woke up to the news that Robertson uh, wasn't yeah. playing for Liverpool, um, and it sort of went downhill, or we thought it was going to go downhill from there. But lucky for us, we ended with 81 points. Very good week for us. Yeah, very good week. Um, happy with that. So why don't we tell you who's on it, um, just so you know kind of how we piece this all together. We did use our one free transfer. We brought in Matty Ryan, and we're glad we did. Uh, we got rid of Hennessy, brought in Ryan, and Ryan earned us 10 points. Uh, Benjamin Mendy, even though he didn't play a great match, he still got kept a clean sheet. <clears throat> Six points for him. Yep. Bennett, who actually uh, didn't – every sure came off our bench. He did. Uh, came – um, and got two points. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alonzo with 11. Good on him. Juan Basaka with one. He also came off our bench. Uh, Richarlison with five. Uh, Mane was just a hero. Fift- uh, 15 points without a captain, but we did captain him, which got us 30. Yes. Uh, when Salah put that first goal in for Liverpool, I thought it was going to be a long day at the office for us because we are not Salah owners. Um, but thankfully, Mane kept, kept on pace with him. It was beautiful. Uh, Madison, uh, only two points. A bit disappointing uh, in his performance. If you actually did watch the match, yeah, playing very deep. Yeah, Nothing lazy almost. Was was uninspired. I thought. Uh, Fraser got eleven. Good for him. And then Aguero and Mitrovic did get two and one. Awesome. Yep. So happy with that. Uh, like we said, we got eighty-one points, and it actually moves our overall score up. Um, inside 150k, we are exactly at 140,424. So we jumped up by like, I think around a hundred thousand. Yep. Um, with that performance. So, um, happy with that. Very happy with that. I think this week is going to be a tricky week. I think week, week 11 is going to be tricky. Um, but first let's talk about some of the game week 10 observations um, my note here is, holy crap, there were a lot of missing players. So you mentioned some of them. Robertson, Hazard, Ings didn't play, Holobos, you know, a lot of people brought him in and had them, had him in their starting 11. Um, Arnautovic didn't play, um, became ill before the game. Um, Vardy didn't go on until I think the very end of the game. So lots of unexpected things happened. We kind of knew Hazard was probably not going to play. <clears throat> but aside from that, I don't think anyone was expecting the the onslaught of um, absences that we had. And um, a lot of managers, actually, because their benches were sort of poorly staffed uh, with players that might even be out on loan, but maybe um, don't have a starting role of any sort or playing role of any sort in their squads, their actual teams um, – you know, if they lost three men like we did, they might have only had one or two able to come off the bench because the other ones didn't even play. That just shows the importance. Thankfully, we had three people yes. who did play. And we were getting pretty worried because going into the Man City match, huh. we didn't know if Aguero was going to start or Mendy. Right. You never know with Pep. Um, not that we had any any reason to think otherwise, but you just never know <clears throat> with Pep at all. Um, but yes, read that article. It will explain why it's important. Um, if you're one of the managers who panicked or went down to nine or even ten men, um, you know exactly 
why it's important moving forward. Um, a lot of managers also in week 10 took, took hits. Uh, we ran a poll and gosh, at least probably 35 to 40% of managers took a hit. So either taking a hit just means you went over your allotment of free transfers. You either had one or two free transfers for the week. Um, but a lot of managers going negative four, negative eight. So I think the fact that a lot of people, a lot of managers had, um, crap players coming off of their benches or maybe players that didn't get any points at all coming off of their benches and taking hits. I think um, that's one of the reasons that we moved up so well in the overall ranking. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> some key players. Here's some goalkeepers. We'll go position by position of players that impressed in week 10. Um, Fabianski did. I thought he played quite well. He also has some good <clears throat> matchups uh, coming up as well. He does. He does. He's definitely one to keep on your radar. Um, I thought Schmeichel looked, looked good mm-hmm. um, playing. Foster, um, that um, Watford defense is all right. You know, <clears throat> they're not too bad. Matty Ryan, as we mentioned, and Jordan Pickford, I thought, looked really well. And Ederson, I thought, played a great game against Spurs. Um, he was very – one time he was caught out of position, and um, Kane almost punished him for it, but the ball went sailing over the bar. Over the bar. Um, as they say in FIFA. <clears throat> um some defenders that were impressive. I thought Zabaleta looked good. You know, he, he looks, I think maybe it's the bald head, but looks <laughs> like he's been around forever. But I thought he played well. He's one of the only uh, consistent defenders that starts for West Ham. Yes. Apart from Fabianski. Yeah. He's one of the only players that you can almost guarantee will start. Yep. Van Dyke, I thought, looked good. Um, Alonzo, with his assists, uh, he always looks good. I thought Bennett and Doherty... Both did um, a pretty bang-up job for Wolves. And then um, I thought Laporte played very, very well um, against Spurs. And he is – when Man City had the ball in the back, they looked shaky. Mendy looked way off. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. A lot of people are, are thinking that maybe Pep is going to bench him this this weekend. Um, but he just looked really shaky with the ball at Ederson's feet, he didn't look so good, but um, but Laporte was just rock solid. Um, midfielders that I thought looked good, Delafeu came on and did did quite a good job. Um, Salah and Mane, of course, <clears throat> and thank God they both did well. If you had together, if you had both of them in your team. <clears throat> yeah, some people did, and especially if you ca- captained one of them. There's 45 points right there. That's solid. Oh yeah, um, Fraser did well, two assists. Um, I think Bournemouth is coming to its uh, run of favorable fixtures, and they start to get pretty spotty. So um, if you don't have Bournemouth players in your team, I wouldn't suggest you go out and get them. If you have them, maybe let them ride for another week or two. Uh, Martial and Pogba both look good. They seem to play well together um, for Manchester United. Uh, Barkley has been on amazing form. Great. Um, And both Bilva and Delva... The Silva twins um, looked fantastic. That Man City attack, everybody but Aguero, unfortunately, who's who's on our team. Um, Bernardo Silva, David Silva, Sterling looked good. Sterling missed a sitter again, of course. Like I, if he could finish half of the goals that he misses, um, man, he would be setting records all over the place. I think, um, but. 
David Silva, Bernardo Silva, I think are great pickups um, for the weekend. And then some forwards I thought looked good. Murray played well, and he's cheap. And like you said, Brighton's got a lot of favorable fixtures coming up. Alba and Laka, both, they play well together. Um, I won't be surprised if they both start against Liverpool this weekend. Um, both Kane and Aguero, I made a note to talk about them if they played well. And I'm talking about them, but they didn't play well. Um, they both played pretty poorly. I didn't get to watch most of the second half. It sounds like Sergio came on a bit in the second half, um, but the first half, partially not getting service, and the other part, I just don't know. Um, okay, so going into um, game week 11, let's talk about a couple things. First up, Leicester City players are going to be ridiculously dangerous. Um, they are they're wounded, and they're prideful. Right, their their leader, the the man who put the club together and gave them everything they needed to win the most unlikely Premier League title ever, um, has passed away. I don't want to be Cardiff this weekend. Um, this team is going to come out and make a statement, and the the way that they can show their respects as a team to their fallen leader is by going out and just destroying Cardiff. We, and we've already seen this season, oh, just sort of a little glimpse. Uh, they played pretty solid in a lot of games so far this season. Yeah. And just then multiply that by 10 for this. And we should get, or we hope to get, that's what the last yeah. year we'll see. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, definitely worth going out and grabbing a Leicester City player or two. Um, I think they've got good fixtures coming ahead, and this weekend I really think that they're out for blood. Um, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to get in the way. They're, they're playing for something bigger than three points for sure, at least for this weekend and probably for the rest of the season. Um, some key injuries or potential injuries that could have some serious implications. Um, keep an eye on hazard. He has started back in, uh, full training with his team, but backs are easy to re aggravate and just, um, keep an eye on, but all, all signs point as of now that he will face Crystal Palace. Um, and if he does, he could be gluttonous, um, the amount of goals that he can score. I know a lot of people are saying that him up against Juan Basaka uh, will slow him down, but he's well-rested. Um, if he's 100%, he wants, to, he wants to win this golden boot. You can tell it. Yeah. And um, they're playing at home, which actually leads to a bit of a dilemma. And I posted this as a poll on Instagram, of if you have both Hazard and Aguero, who do you choose this weekend? They're both playing at home. Uh, Man City are home against Southampton. And as I mentioned, Chelsea are home against Crystal Palace. <clears throat> this decision, I think the captain's decision this weekend could make or break a lot of teams. Yeah. I really do. And I think this is a really tough decision to make. I... And leaning towards Aguero, yeah, uh, because of his home record, and at Southampton, but I could be convinced the other way. Yeah, at this point, it's really just go with your gut and yeah, just hope for the best. <laughs> yeah, because there's a lot of people with a lot of opinions, and you're right, and that's what this is really all about: is you know, make an informed decision, and when you make your decision, be confident in it. 
Um, a lot of people make very last minute changes and go back to regret those. So it's usually your first decision is the most well thought out. Um, and Arnautovic was out sick, which was kind of a surprise in game week 10. Um, and he has been nursing a bit of a hamstring injury. Don't forget about that. So hopefully him sitting out actually um, is a good thing and he'll come back uh, well and well healed. Yeah, that would be good. All right, I've got some players that I'm on the fence about. I think a lot of people are. Mitrovic. Seriously debating kicking him to the curb. Um, has been underwhelming um, in his lack of return, especially over the past few weeks. Um, in my mind, if we were to give him the boot, um, I think Murray would be um, a good replacement for him. But Fulham have a pretty tasty fixture ahead this weekend, so I kind of feel like we give Mitrovic one more shot and we could potentially bank our um, our free transfer. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think it's a really good idea, and it sort of gives them just one last chance against... They're at Huddersfield. A, 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 one of the easiest opponents. Yeah. And if he doesn't perform, it really just shows that then it's time to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his price will drop like a stone, for sure. So if you do give him a shot and he fails out there, guys, um, you want to get rid of him quickly because that price is going to drop. Um, another one that I'm on the fence about, and I don't think he'll go anywhere off our team, but I want to keep an eye on Madison. Like you mentioned a minute ago, Josh, um, he was very lackluster, Um in week 10, whereas in week 9, he looked inspired, he was pushing forward, he was getting open, um, he was moving the ball and playing much higher. <clears throat> so um, definitely want to keep an eye on him, and I hope that um, out of respect for the, his former owner that he comes out and, and gives it everything and doesn't come out lazy and uninvolved like he was in week 10. Um, some other players that didn't impress me, Firmino. Yeah, I mean, if that was that was a game where he should have lit it up, quite honestly. And the fact that he's in sort of a goal-scoring drought is a little scary. Um, Ozil wasn't great. Um, Iannaccio and Gray thought they were okay. I thought that they're um, they were too selfish. Yeah, <clears throat> I think that there were opportunities when they should have passed. The couple of times that Madison was open around the top of the D. They saw him, and they decided to take a weird shot on goal from a horrible angle. Um, wasn't impressed, and wasn't impressed with Chicharito at all, unfortunately, either. Um, okay, now, going on the positive tip with all this, here's some teams uh, with notable or desirable players and have favorable fixtures coming up this weekend. Um Note that Arsenal and Liverpool play each other. So I think advantage to Liverpool's um, attack because Arsenal have been vulnerable to goals. Um, They can score goals, but they also tend to give up goals. So um, doesn't mean go out and get Firmino, but um, it also doesn't mean bench uh, Mane or Salah either. All right, some players – or sorry, some teams – some teams – who have favorable fixtures, and um, here we go. Uh, Brighton at Everton. Um, Chelsea, or sorry, yeah, Brighton play Everton. Advantage to Brighton, I think, there. Um, Advantage to Chelsea when they play Palace at home. Um, Everton, on the flip side, 
advantage to them too. I think that could be a a high scoring game mm-hmm. or a zero scoring game. Yeah, it's going to go one or the other. Um, Fulham have got to do something against Huddersfield. They're bottom of the table. Um, Fulham are, and they just they need to get their act together. Quite yep. honestly, um, Leicester City for all the reasons that we explained a little while ago at Cardiff. Man City at home against Southampton could get ugly. Um, Man U at Bournemouth. Um, they've got something going on there at Man U, so we'll see if they can continue it. Spurs are at Wolves. Um, despite how good Wolves' defense is, I think um, if Erickson is back in and Delhi, I think Kane will finally um, get back on the scoring track. Uh, Watford are at Newcastle. They should do quite well. And then West Ham... Um, at home against Burnley, I expect Arnautovic is going to come up and tear it, come out and tear it up. Yeah, especially since he's rested. Yeah, he should be come out flying. Yep. Um, some players on our watch list. Uh, we'll go position by position. Goalkeepers, Fabianski. Um, now, West Ham do allow a lot of shots, so Fabianski may not be the first one to get clean sheets this weekend, but he's good to have on your bench, um, especially. If you don't have a premium goalkeeper, you sort of set it and forget it. So, for instance, we have Matty Ryan. We may get Fabianski, too, just so we can flip um, when needed. Um, Keppa should have a good game. Um, and he is very underappreciated this season, undermentioned, yeah. <clears throat> for whatever reason. Um, Pickford, Schmeichel, Ederson, Loris, and Foster, I think, are all goalkeepers to keep an eye on. And consider for your team. Defensively, Duffy Rudiger is playing quite well. Another player that's not getting a whole lot of uh, public credit. Alonzo, of course. Chilwell, I think, is playing well. He's also very attacking. <laughs> yes, very attacking. Uh, Maguire, not as much, but Maguire gets in for those headers. Um, and, and he wins. seems to get a lot of bonus points. <laughs> he does. He does. Um, from Man City, um, Walker, Laporte, and Mendy. Laporte, another one that is sort of quietly going about his business and doing well. Um, I think Luke Shaw can do well for Man U this weekend. Trippier, um, de- both defensively and as a scoring threat, and then Holobos. I think he'll be back in the starting 11 for Watford. In the midfield, I'm tempted to say Knockart, but of course, with the caveat, only if he plays. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a pretty big thing. I know. Yeah, kind of important. But um, keep an eye on Knockart. Hazard, of course. Barkley, the form that he's in, although a lot of people are wondering if he will start and they're asking us about it, my take is this. Um, with the form he's in, it would be crazy not to have him start. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll find a place for him somewhere with Hazard back in the team. Uh, it may mean that William sees a little less um, playing time, but I think Barkley will start. Madison, give him one more chance, guys. I think he's not going to disappoint this weekend. KDB, a lot of people think it may be another game before he's back fully. I think he'll be back fully. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sterling, and of course we mentioned both of the Silvas. Uh, Pogba and Martial, they have their thing going on. It's working. I think they'll feed off of each other again this weekend. Erickson should be back in the team. Pereira, I think, is a is a cheap but good attacking midfielder option than Felipe Anderson. Um, Another yeah. good midfielder. <clears throat> yes, and on corners and I think set pieces as well. <clears throat> and then up at forward, um, Glenn Murray, uh, Richarlison, 
although he's a midfielder, um, he does play in that striker position for Everton, so um, I think it's worth giving him a shot. Aguero, of course, and probably as a cap great captain option. Vardy, Kane, Arnautovic, and I'll give a shout-out to Mitrovic. I have faith in him. I think whereas our front three did horribly in game week 10, um, I think we got five points across the three of them or something like that, um, I think they're going to deliver big for us this weekend. In terms of captains, Aguero, Hazard, we've had that debate. Vardy, I think, is a good option, and Kane. I know a lot of people are losing faith in him, but I think he'll see some goals yeah. uh, this weekend. Then, from differential standpoint, if you're willing to take the risk, I think KDB. Yeah, if you're going to um, do KDB, you really have to be confident in your vice captain. Yes, yes, exactly. And, you know, David Silva is another good option there if you're looking for an alternative uh, Man City player. The only risk with KDB, though, is if he plays yes. just maybe 10 minutes or something that's at the a, end of the yeah, game. Yeah, it is risky. He's but just a risk. It's a differential, and that's what differentials are about, different levels of risk. But that is a big one. Um, Mitrovic, Arnautovic, and Eriksson are all um, differentials, too. Um, was really surprised. Couple last notes. Was really surprised to find so many people captain defenders in game week ten. I thought that was really strange. Um, <clears throat> because um, with defenders, for the most part, the only way you're getting good points is through clean sheets, and that is reliant upon at least three or four other players around you that also have responsibilities for that. You're not doing that all on your own. A goal is yours and yours only. A clean sheet is yours plus your fellow defenders and your goalkeeper at a minimum. Um, So I think that those are strange choices. Um, I don't see a whole lot of upside uh, to a defender as a captain. Um, And then we have posted the fixture difficulty rankings Uh, For the next three game weeks, so game weeks 11, 12, and 13 are available on Instagram. And one last thing to close with on a high note is um, we also posted this on Instagram. Um, It is the returns that we've gotten from our captains Yes, this for the first 10 weeks of this season. Um, And we hope to continue this trend. So game week one, we captained Salah, who had a goal. Game week two, we captained Aguero, hat trick, and an assist. God, that would be nice if he did that this weekend. Um, Game week three, we went back to Salah. He got us a goal. Game week four, Aguero with an assist. Game week five, Aguero with two assists. Game week six and seven, Aguero had goals in both of those. Game week eight, we went over to Hazard. He got a goal and an assist. Game week nine, back to Aguero with a goal. Game week 10, Mane with a brace. So hopefully that's 196 points in total, and hopefully we go well beyond the... 200 mark uh, with our captain Aguero. And we'll post our team on Instagram for feedback from y'all. We love all the DMs and all the comments, so keep them coming. We'll get back to everybody. Um, And I guess that's it. Hope everyone has a fruitful and productive Game Week 11. Hopefully everyone sees lots of green arrows. Yep. Until next time, we say peace. Peace. Goodbye.